dear Fresh Talk listener. My name is Reginald Rachmaninoff from the law offices of Leone, Peck, and Paul, and Ford. We're the official legal representatives of Chris J, Chris J Productions, Chris J Enterprises, and the upcoming 2015 limited edition Chris J action figures available at fine retailers across this great nation. As Mr. J is not available to attend this week's Christmas-themed episode of Fresh Talk, he would like to publicly release the following statement before the program is aired and his good name and reputation can be sullied. I will now pass the mic to the Honorable Mr. J. Ah, oh, thanks, Reggie, for the kind words. Always a pleasure to see you. Always a pleasure to see you, too, Mr. J. Okay, happy holidays, Fresh Talk listener. I just wanted to say, despite the most likely cynical, unhealthy, and offensive views on Christmas by my potentially inebriated Fresh Talk co-host, the half-Christ blood prince Spoonie D, the island-born Pegan Dodzi, and the former Jehovah shitlister Dirty Sweeves, I would like to state that I feel Christmas time is a joyous time for boys and girls of all ages. Please do not let my co-host Bah humbug your seasonal cheer with their expected blasphemy. Sincerely, the tiny Timmy who needs a big old Jimmy, Chris J. Postscript, God bless us everyone. Post, postscript, smoke weed every day. Post, post, postscript, you can all suck it, I won the beer pong tournament. Post, 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 postscript, cue the bossa nova. Does that mean the show's over? Uh, yeah, kind of. He just cut us out of it. <laughs> but Chris, you're not even here, you son of a bitch. You motherfucker. You know, the funniest part, See, the most ridiculous part about that was him saying it before they sully his good name as though he has a good name to sully. Also, true. I was not about to humbug, but now I'm in the mood to humbug. Motherfucking bah humbug. Oh. I'm humbugging all over this place. See, just that's all Chris, you ruined Christmas. Yeah. Thanks. You ruined you, miss. You ruined you, (laughs) Timus. He's still stuck in... He found the I in team, by the way. Yeah. He's still stuck in the non-reality of actually winning that beer pong tournament. It's kind of cute. I know. I know. It's super cute. Post, 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 punk script. You didn't win that shit, homie. Sorry, dog. No revisionist history here. We were all there. Yeah, sorry. You didn't win it. Jesus wasn't born on Christmas, and fucking we stole his land from the Indians, and Thanksgiving's fucked up. <laughs> sorry to break it to you. Anyway, welcome to Fresh Talk. Fresh Talk. We may or may not be inebriated. We need to hire a I- trumpet player with a... Uh, you think Aaron's available to play trumpet with one of those? Uh, I don't know if he has his mute though. Plunger mutes on it, oh, so he yeah. can give us that little sad yeah. trumpet. You know, that little uh, Just, whimsy I, sad. We need a soundboard. We do need a soundboard. We need a sound guy. If anybody out there wants to be a sound, sound effects, effects man. man on Fresh Talk, you oh, don't, don't get a mic, but you can play all of the sound effects you want. <laughs> I see Chris already at work. Like me, 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 me. <laughs> Thing is, Chris couldn't even figure out how to work the sound effects board, so we've already solved that problem. <laughs> Perfect. He's hired. <laughs> he all, all we get is just... <laughs> <laughs> He'd work the fart effects board. He would yeah. find the fart it's button fart first app. try and just never move on, <laughs> which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. I'm Anyway, anyway, Chris, you're listening. That wasn't uh, a. How weird did that feel to say Chris at work? I mean, that was kind (laughs) of weird, right? It was. It was an oxymoron. It still is. Yeah, I don't. I. I still think I'm lying. It can't be true. That's not a thing. Chris. Chris at work at the record store Salzers (laughs) that we've all worked at, except except for John. John. Jinx. Sounds fun. He's just a little guy. Well, whatever. It's because John was a grown up and got grown up jobs. (laughs) He got a real job. (laughs) Yeah. 
He got a real job and a career. The rest of us panicked at the eleventh hour and dove out of our fucking record store job to find a career. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, Dan Dan and I landed in good spots. (laughs) That's why Chris, not so much. (laughs) That's why we're doing a podcast and Chris is at work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you're I hope you're earning that nine bucks, Chris. Hope you're having fun alphabetizing (laughs) rock A through L. Well, you're earning nine dollars. We're gonna be here. Talking shit about you. <laughs> I would imagine if he leaves there without spending his entire paycheck there, he's winning. I think that's why he has that job. You think he's only going to spend his paycheck? <laughs> I think I think Chris working there is like kind of like credit. It's like it's like a credit card that it's like a credit card that will give him credit. Right. <laughs> He's going to be arrested. Yeah, he's he's going to be arrested by his employer. He's going to debtor's jail at Salzers. <laughs> It's happened oh. to better. It's just it's true. It's, it does happen. Yeah. Anyway, welcome, we welcome, welcome to, to another week of Fresh Talk, friends. I am, as always, I am Kai. I am, as usual, mostly Dan. I'm I'm John. Just John. So we're seventy five percent of Fresh Talk, mm-hmm. which is freshest talk. Mm. I took a shower today. I'm fresh. Yeah, I I took one many hours ago, but I worked a hard day, and I smell like bo. Sorry about that. I smell like sweat. Sure, wasn't that beer we had? Oh, beer is. No, no, no. The, pers- is... the, the persimmon beer. The oh yeah, we... that smelled like bo. We did have a beer tonight uh, that a friend of ours gave us that tasted like you just licked an armpit. We won't call names. We won't name names. But you love know you guys. You that beer, maybe, maybe I stop it. Do you appreciate for you telling me beforehand this might not be the best thing you've ever? She tasted. did say that. Yeah. We also had two fine beers at our favorite local establishment, Poseidon Brewing. Agreed. Named after the water god. It's delicious. I love that place. It's so awesome. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's the best way to spend uh, the holiday season. It really is. So anyway, we're here. It is moments away from Christmas. We are. Well, when this airs, it's two days away from Christmas. We're counting down. But uh, we're, we're here now still. Some moments away from Christmas. So, well, multiple moments. And for for <laughs> Dan is coming too. For Dan, <laughs> Christmas Happy never, Hanukkah never comes. Thank you. It yeah. is it is as as we speak the third night of Hanukkah or Hanukkah, as Chris would say. I say Shaka Khan. Happy it's the only thing my palate can produce that is close to uh, you like Shaka Khan that much, huh? Shaka 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 Khan Shaka Khan Shaka Khan. I do. What do, you, what do you have against Chaka Khan? Nothing at all. Yeah, Prince loved her. Michael Jackson loved her. I love her. I like candles in her honor. <laughs> eight, in fact. Yeah. Eight a year. Yeah, eight a year. <laughs> eight a year candles in her honor. Uh, yeah, I. they're currently, as you mentioned, uh, well, actually, there are only two burning in my home because I haven't been home all day, <laughs> but I will light the third when I get there assured. I haven't lit the third one tonight either. Wait, this is so ignorant, but do you really leave them lit the whole time? Like you're supposed to let the candle burn down to the bottom. Yeah, but usually that takes about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you the, like the blinking you... stare is just it says enough. If anybody can see, John, the, the, the oil no, burned for eight I did that on purpose to make He's it. in disbelief. Yeah. No, no, that was actually a, a purposeful look to make. I it loved open. it. No, no, I I put a new candle in every night and okay. relight the. So now tonight I will light three brand new candles and let them burn, yeah. and probably not even quite until I'm ready for bed. It, it usually burns out before I'm done shaving, showering, and brushing my teeth. Ah. You shave at night, huh? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Night, night shaver. Yeah, I do. I'm a night shaver only only out of laziness because... Because you have to get up so early. I have to get up so early mm-hmm. that an extra 10 minutes means everything at that hour. 
and uh, so I will shave it. But today I shaved in the morning because if I shave in the morning today and not last night, then I don't have to shave tomorrow till Sunday night. So <laughs> I won't have to shave until Sunday night, which is before I get up for work on Monday. Very so smart. It's, very I, smart. I, I, I have a very regimented shaving <laughs> schedule. I shave Sunday nights, Tuesday mornings, Thursday mornings, and then any other situation, it always goes tonight. Hmm. That's pretty cool. How long does it take you to shave? About 10 minutes. Okay. Seeing as I do have a beard, I really only shave the neck and the cheeks. Oh, yeah. Makes it easier. It's really more of a shape, less than a, less of a shave. Right. What about you, Spoon Man? Uh, I usually shave two days a week, but I... You do I do the same... Shave. No, no, I don't, actually, because I'm, su- I'm I am as lazy as Kai, so what I do is I shave the cheeks and the neck, and then I just use a beard trimmer <laughs> to get me down to, like, almost shaving on right. the rest, so I have this, this constant five o'clock shadow. I do beard trim my beard Mm. also once a week at night, where I actually do the beard trimmer and trim the beard so I don't look like a bush man. Mm. It's a lot of maintenance. I think I'm going to let mine grow out again. Yeah, yours was pretty rocking for a while. Back, way back. You look good with a beard, too. Some people do not. You're a a beard man. You could pull off like a big old shitty beard and still not look like a creepy homeless rapist. At but, least in my opinion. But you so could be a lumbersexual. It's a good <laughs> Christmas topic, seeing as Santa has a very nice beard. That's true. He's a man that that earned the beard, right? I, I well, mean, I don't know. I guess the, Jesus may have earned the beard. You know, Jesus that, also, perfect. See, Jesus and Santa, two beardly, beautiful beardly men that should, like, I remember those young pictures of beautiful white Jesus, and like, he looks. He had a beard as a baby. And he looks uh, emaciated, and he looks, uh, he makes, like, he doesn't look me as a guy, I don't want to listen to you, man, I just don't, I just want to not make eye contact with you, because you're probably going to ask me for change or some shit. But bearded Jesus, I'm like, oh, what's up, man? Hey, what what records do you listen to right now? It looks like he's probably working at Salzers. Yeah, exactly. He looks like a guy that knows his shit. Totally. I feel the same way about Santa Claus. I've never seen an unshaved Santa, but I definitely don't think I would trust him. I think that long hair would be like, you fucking hippie. (laughs) That may happen to me regardless, but, you know. You're going to go full hippie? No, I'm saying I might not trust him. Oh, fair enough. Because well, I think he would hippie, be a hippie regardless. But you're Jewish. Didn't he kill your God or something? No, he didn't exist, actually, so it doesn't oh, really right. matter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're talking about Santa? I thought we were talking about Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, the same difference, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Right, Chris? Yep. <laughs> right, Chris's you, lawyer? You blasphemous. Yep. You blasphemous Catholic, you. Yes. Yes. Who did the voice of the lawyer? It's just baffling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the blue-haired lawyer from The Simpsons. <laughs> probably, probably Chris's uh, alter ego, Christoph. Sure wasn't his brother, the actual lawyer. <laughs> yeah, Chris's actual brother is an actual lawyer. <laughs> just just thunk it. Let, that, let that simmer for a minute. Yeah, That could be a movie. Good. It's a long title, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Chris's actual brother is an actual lawyer. <laughs> the movie. The movie. Coming to the end. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we are wondering. So, so Kai, why don't you rein it in for us? Uh, so, to talk about records, it, we are at the end of the year, folks. So, really not much has come out. Um, I will give you a couple of things. Uh, so, we've got not much. Cracker. Lovely, lovely band cracker david lowry who is a casual acquaintance of some of us and front man of camper van beethoven as well he and 
Cracker who got together with their original lineup, which includes Davey Farragher, who is currently and has been for some years Elvis Costello's bass player, got back with his old band to make a record called Berkeley to Bakersfield, and it's fucking amazing. It's like half rock songs, half country songs, and it is the best thing Cracker has put out in a very long time. It's so good. It's so good I can't stop listening to it. I would highly recommend it. Uh, Matt Pryor, oh, fuck yeah. frontman of the Get Up Kids, has put out a live record that is live with him and a guitar and a drummer most of the time and a bass player a lot of the time and an orchestra. Whoa. And it is incredible. Sounds it's called odd. 940 Live. He does only his solo stuff. He does no New Amsterdam songs, no Get Up Kid songs. Wow. And it rules. It sounds so amazing. It is so good. Um, the Smashing Pumpkins put out a new record. What? Nine songs. Is this 1994 or 2014? It's 2014, but the first half of it sounds like it's 1994, and oh, it's awesome. And it's called Monuments to an Elegy. The f- uh, it's okay. So you know, it is. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins have gone through a lot of different. They've worn a lot of yeah, hats. Of course. This is every hat in... It's nine songs with wearing all nine hats they've ever worn. So I'm into like the first half of it. And then at that point when they hit that melancholy, infinite sadness, and then they take that tip over into that weird electro bullshit. they lost me too. That's where I fall off. But I th- most Pumpkins fans seem to be into it. So I, I'm, you know, I'll give it a pass. <clears throat> uh, uh, actually, inside scoop, uh, I have a friend that works at Tommy Lee's studio who did drums for the new... Um, Pumpkin's record. Tommy Lee did all the drums on that. No kidding. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And he, Chamberlain's he told me about it. He said it was pretty awesome. Dude, that's cool, man. It's yeah. It sounds good. The The drumming's good. I mean, it's good, dude. It's 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 Pumpkin's. It's Pumpkin's. It's Pumpkin's. But I, I truly like the first half. And then the second half is like a little... Just not what I dig in that dude's songwriting. Sure. sure. But, it happens. It yeah. happens. Uh and last but not least, the Inherent Vice soundtrack came out by Johnny Greenwood. It's a new Paul Thomas uh, Anderson movie. It is based on a Tom, Thomas Pynchon novel. I have been talking. Wow. I've been pushing this since they announced it like you a fucking been. year ago. But it's out, and it's brilliant. The soundtrack is brilliant. The movie is brilliant. It's just... It's exactly what you'd expect with Thomas Pynchon and... Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> so many Thomases, so many Thomases and P's coming together to and Thomas make the, tank engine. the most, <laughs> the, and the, and the apostle Paul, so weird <laughs> coming together to make just the craziest psychedelic film noir mind fuck. It's, oh, it's so good. It's, the, it, they really, few adaptations really do books justice. It does not happen often, especially that's a true. Thomas Pynchon book, and especially a book that essentially leaves you wondering if the entire book was a hallucination or not. Like, the huh. entire book basically, not, not like leaves you, but the whole time you're like, is this guy ha- experiencing this, or is this guy high and imagining this? That's the entire book. And the movie absolutely brings you on that journey. And it's just great. It's Sounds fucking awesome. great. Go so it's see like it. a Hunter S. Thompson book. Yes. In that regard. Yes. It is, but yes. But like in a, in imagine him doing a crazy Los Angeles noir. 
Hmm. And you'll get an idea of in that took place at the cusp of between the sixties and seventies. Like in like sixty eight, sixty nine, right on the turn between the hippies and the disco. Huh. It's just great. Wow, that does I'm, I, I'm tripping out already. Yeah, yeah. The movies it's the movie's absolutely brilliant. Go see it. It's it's fucking great. It it needs to be seen by everybody. It won't. Speaking of movies, yeah. That's all I have for records. Can we very quickly touch this interview situation? I would love to talk about this. This is kind of okay. a bit in my wheelhouse. All right. Do you want to enlighten us on what has happened? So, well, Clark? I, if, unless you've been living under a rock, you know or a that, lock. or a lock or Iran or Iran. I don't know what Iran is. Well, I know what Iran is. Iraq. So. <laughs> oh, I get, I get it. It was a Persian joke. Okay. <laughs> you know that Sony got hacked. The motherfuck of all hacks. They and we still don't know how. The FBI, Sony has not come out as to how this actually happened. Hackers we suspected that were North Korean. Although it could have been North Korean. Suspected mis- by their grammar was the, the only way this came out is like we suspect it's North Korea was because their threatening letters were like in the worst, like yeah. broken the English. worst broken English of it all time. It was the worst English ever. But yeah. if you were a hacker from anywhere else, wouldn't be that that'd be the first thing you would do? Absolutely. Like and so we'll get to that in a second. They got everything for like literally everything That's sort Sony of my had. Point. <laughs> Oh, it was mine too. They got everything Sony had to offer. And not that it was being offered. They literally stole all of it. And, you know, all this shit's been released and it's whatever. It's nothing too exciting except you, you that. You go but watch a bunch of their mediocre movies for free. Exactly. Online. And you can read their, you know, CEOs of Sony Pictures Entertainment's email and it's all boring and bullshit. Oh, man. So you're saying a bunch of rich white people are acting like spoiled fucking kids? Right. Weird. That's what? so. My mind is blown. What a fucking shocker. <laughs> yeah. However, Two things that stand out to me happened. The first one being only because the irony is just too great. All of this stuff that the hackers stole was being distributed on BitTorrent because the hackers put a BitTorrent server on Sony's servers. So Sony was actually BitTorrenting their own shit without knowing it. And that's like the funniest thing to me I've heard all week. Secondly, this same group or somebody that sees the opportunity decided that, you know, because this movie was not uh, amenable to North Korea and painted them in a bad light and was about an assassination of their leader, decided to say that, hey, if you show this movie, if you release this, uh, we're just think 9-11, we're going to do this to the theaters that release it, which is fucking crazy because, A, how could they possibly pull that off? B, uh, why are we going to live under North Korea's rules? We're in fucking America. And see, it fucking worked. They pulled the movie. Sony's not releasing it now. And what could, like, we're talking about North Korea that can't figure out how to get electricity to their entire country. Right. No. Are threatening, I mean, not to be like the arrogant American right now, but I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure we're free from their threat zone. Like, they're not, they're not on my radar of worries. Like, I have a lot of fucking anxiety and Mm -hmm. none of it revolves around North Korea. Although just, well, I guess it was yesterday, yesterday, the Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post released that government sources had determined it actually was a North Korean hack on Sony, not necessarily the threats on the theaters and Sony for releasing the movie, but it's still not credible yet. Totally. The thing you always have to worry about too in a situation like that is just random weirdos in this country using that 
reasoning to do something fucked up. Yeah, to go blow something up and right, like, no. yeah, we're part of the GOP hacking group. Yeah, and but now it's being made like an actual like, um, you know, homeland security threat. That's the last thing I saw on the news. Oh, really? The White House is going to make a statement about it. Well, they have. To. I'm right. surprised it has taken this long. And true. And I, I have a, a friend that works in a secure facility. Of course. And you know, we were talking about this last night, and she was like, you know, I wish that. She was like, I think this might be a hoax because literally no one has said anything about it. Like, not even like, hey, maybe don't uh, travel this weekend. Like, nothing, even though there's no credible threat at all. You know, it was like, maybe don't, uh, nothing. They've said nothing. Wow. So, and of course, it came to light today that the Washington Post had revealed the blah, 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 blah. So, I would just love to hear a behind the scenes conversation between James Franco and, uh, and Seth Rogen about what they think when all this is as this is unfolding. We should see if we can get them on. Do you know them? Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> I'll bet it's something calls. like, "Oh man, are we gonna die? All right. <laughs> oh man, are we gonna die? Well, correct me if Hope I'm wrong. We're not gonna but die. They were getting threats. Were from, they really from yeah. North Korea? But months ago. Yeah. That's why. What's crazy to me is it's uh, it finally reached a point of critical mass where like, all right, fuck it. Like, take down the billboards, take down the movie posters. Like, we're closing it up. You know. And they actually, the brilliant part about the polling, I think, the, the best thing to come of this is that at least one theater I saw is now the, the slot, because it's so close to the release that the slots that they had set aside for the interview now, they're doing free showings of Team America. Oh, that's incredible. Which is great. That's incredible. But it's so, great. So, we, I mean, you know. It I, is a weird premise for a movie, honestly. Yeah. But you've got to think about, like, Nobody got pissed off in Malaysia about Zoolander. No. Like, come on. Or man. in Micronesia. Like, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's like, oh, comedy has something shocking involved. And that's like, really shocking. Well, and the other thing, like, I think this is getting more attention to a movie that was going to get no attention right. is that's the weird part because I feel like they're pulling it because in, re- in reality it tested poorly and no one wants to see it. This, this in, in my crazy conspiracy theory world, could all be made up by That's Sony. The most elaborate hoax ever. It's a pretty good one. That's though. more elaborate than faking the moon landing. But is it is it more elaborate than that movie is bad? Because the trailers look <laughs> terrible. No, I agree with you. The trailers look like it could ruin everybody's career. I mean, well, here's like maybe the thing. like mine, and I like just by seeing the trailer. Now everybody <laughs> wants to. Well, now everybody wants to see it because hey, if they don't release it, the terrorists win. But guess what? They have to release it via BitTorrent because no one wants to run the risk of having their theater blown up and a bunch of innocent people killed. So they have to release it for free in order for the terrorists not to win. It's kind of genius. Yeah. Even though it's not going to make the movie any better. No, it's not going to make that movie funny, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Seth Rogen. Maybe. I mean, it is a Seth Rogen movie, but man, it just, that trailer looks unwatchable. No, the trailer is unwatchable. (laughs) I can't imagine what the movie's like. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Jim Tranko, I love you, but this movie not so So good. So that's some crazy shit happening in in the world of entertainment. I mean, when was the last time a movie got banned? Like, Like pulled. pulled. Oh, God. I mean, the last time I think anything like this was truly Body Count's Cop Killer. That Body Count, Body Count, when they pulled it and replaced Cop Killer. I mean, like, when was the last time something like this really happened? In, in any media, right. TV, anything. Well, they tried to ban Harry Potter books in some backwards-ass states, but not, they didn't they, pull they, them. But, I mean, tried. But we're, this is a nationwide, straight-up, yankety-yankety. $90 million movie. Yeah. Oh. And they fucking pulled it. Pulled it. 
I bet you there's some tax clause write-off. in there. Yeah, I bet you there's some clause in like one of their insurance policies. Well, I heard I heard a discussion about this today in in the same podcast. I learned about all this other stuff that I just mentioned. In that the insurance policies mostly cover when they're filming. So if they don't finish on time or they don't finish at all, then they have insurance for that. But I mean, it's done. It's wrapped. It was ready to be released like next week. Yeah, yeah. It was they may not have a policy on, on that on Christmas Day. So one week from today. And what are all the Jews gonna do? God damn it. I know. They can't go see their favorite Jew. <laughs> is Woody Allen putting out the a King movie? Jew. Or is there a movie about the Holocaust? Because those are things that always come out on fucking Christmas Day. It's our favorite Canadian Jew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Junadian? Junadian. So you about saying you're not going to go watch it then, if it were to come out? Fuck no. I didn't want to watch it in the first place. I certainly don't care anymore now. No. Interesting story, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no. Gonna high, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that fucking Angelina Jolie movie that I don't care about, about that guy with the crazy life that I'd rather just go read his book. That unbroken bullshit doesn't look... I heard she's a real spoiled brat. (laughs) So you've been reading those emails too. (laughs) You're not the only one. It's all over the media. Well, that said, some crazy shit happened. But we mentioned earlier, we're a fucking week out from Christmas. By the time this airs, two days from Christmas. And as we know, Christmas is the day that Christians choose to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Of a fictional character. The birth of a man who's supposedly born from a mom who never had sex. And he was born because God she was, because God raped her mm-hmm. and seeded her. So he was kind of like the most famous rape baby in a way, right? That's such a beautiful story. He was the first rape baby. The first famous rape baby. I'm, I'm sure, sure he was he not was the, the first. first. No, there have been millions before I mean, that. There was the Mongols before that, and woo. <laughs> Let's just say. Well, which to tie to Judaism, which is why Jew- Judaism is determined by the mother because they were all fucking raped. So you can't just be like, "Well, you're a Mongol kid." You're like, "No, I'm. You're Jewish." Exactly. So, so which is why Jesus is Jewish, also. Yes, because he was. Because God, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> God is everything, but his mother, Jewish. <laughs> Which is why, so that leads to the most, uh, you know, one of the most famous Jews, the, at the, least. The I main, mean, he's no Sandy Koufax, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least the most famous rape of all time. Yeah, certainly. True. Yeah. yeah you Not get, that there I, should be such a thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we, are, we are, by the way, in no way condoning rape here. Not, not in the slightest. Which is also why I'm not a Christian, because I don't believe in any religion that's founded on rape. That's true. I mean, it is kind of the basis. Well, that and the whole fact that none of it makes any sense. But that aside, it really <laughs> starts with the rape. The rape was a part as a kid. I was like, it's real slippery wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Mom, you're... I'm, what? I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, preacher. Shut up, kid. Kid, you can't come many, to Sunday school you're anymore. Too many questions. <laughs> We're gonna put you in Christian timeout. What does that mean? You have to go home. Woo! <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Preacher, I just won. One question. Get me out of fucking church every week. It worked every time. It's <laughs> genius. It's Jesus. Well, that's anyway. That said, <laughs> so okay, off to a rocky start. Even, so let's. So disbelief aside. Jesus is who he says he was. Jesus is who we say he was. Assuming he existed. We'll just preface this with We're all with Accepting that yeah. story. So let's just, that story is truth. Okay. Even Christians will admit, not his birthday. Not his birthday at all. Not, not his birthday. Not. not his birthday. Not even close to his birthday. It literally was just once again, like every Christian holiday to fuck the pagans. 
not to fuck them so much is to make them more comfortable with the idea of doing something different. Like, hey, you know this fucking thing you normally do now? Let's just, instead of doing that, we just kind of... Yes, instead of celebrating Saturnalia, which you always do... Every year for thousands of years. Let's just make this Jesus holiday called Christmas right around the same time. That way it'll be easier for you to accept. Yeah. You just pretend that we, yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, you can call that. Well, let's just instead of that, just you can still do all the things you do, but let's just call it this. You can yeah. still go fuck on those rocks, but just do it. Still bring Jesus. in a tree and you know decorate yeah. it with some candles. Yeah, but instead of decorating it with body parts, let's let's maybe some apples and some maybe something. Maybe we could spruce this spruce up, and you know, because uh, a lot of the a lot of the old. Uh, the old conquering races would like it was a moment to celebrate the end of the year and all of your victories. Mm-hmm. And a great way of doing that is by decorating a giant tree. Of course, it's going to be a, Chris- a Christmas-esque tree. Yeah. Because you're talking about harsh lands and it's wintertime and if there's a tree with anything on it, it's going to be it's, fucking it's a, needles. It's an evergreen, yeah. So what do they do? They would put body parts on the trees. Well, body parts of their fallen foes. Traditionally heads... But occasionally arms, legs, torsos, genitals. Is that why Christmas ornaments look like heads? That is exactly head shaped. That's why Christmas ornaments exist. That's amazing. Literally. I didn't Because they that. began by ornamenting a Christmas tree as to to show your prowess and victory throughout the year. Paganism These were the, is so much cooler than Christianity. Pagans are the greatest. I agree. I wish let's have a pagan Christmas. Okay. I don't really have any enemies, but at least not ones that I could get to, because I don't know where any of the real housewives live, even though all they do is show their their houses on TV. They do not show their streets, so I cannot find them. So instead, let's just uh, decorate it with like a wicker people, like wicker effigies. All right. Then let's just burn the whole thing down. I, we pretty much do that every year anyway. Let's start a new holiday. Just burning trees. Yeah. We'll call it a, uh, I don't know, hate miss. Hate miss. <laughs> see what you've done, Chris. See where you, see the spiral. You this actually is all your fault, Chris, because we had really good plans for this show to be about how happy Christmas was and what a nice holiday it's become, yeah. and then devolved away from. However, you just took us right to the end. You son of a bitch. Anyway, it it is yeah, evolved. We don't negotiate with terrorists, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> we're releasing that fucking movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're releasing this fucking podcast. <laughs> Chris, Chris, yeah, you're our North Korea. <laughs> Kim Jong, Chris. Kim Jong. <laughs> According to Liam, he already has the haircut. <laughs> That's, I was so the just best thinking that right now. comment Liam made that entire oh. tour. Oh. Thank you, um, Liam. We didn't talk about that nearly as much as we should have. So, uh, it's yeah. always time. Anyway. Anyway, so Christmas has evolved throughout the years. Lots of different. It, it basically took a lot of winter traditions, and Christianity essentially made a conglomerate. It, they assimil- made it assimilated a, all. They made a time. corporation out of everybody's beliefs, which, as we now know, corporations are people. So Christmas is a person. And then talking about the Nicene Decree, back with Constantine and all that, when they finally decided. Okay, we're going to take all of this. This is how we're going to organize it. This is your Bible now. Yes. All that. Yeah. But that's but Christmas came even way after. Like the Christmas oh, as we know it now came yeah, even later oh, than of course. way after that. And so it was that's like... a whole other discussion we could get into. Oh, yeah. That's like... That's a meaty subject. 
That's, yeah, <laughs> that is some meaty to meaty to, yes. Um, so, uh, so all this happened. They, they created the corporate version of, of, of Christmas. winter holiday that mm-hmm. we know and called it Christmas. And, uh, we have only, as Americans, never to be outdone, <laughs> said, okay, all right, Christianity, I appreciate what you've done for Christmas. You've made essentially half the world agree about this thing, or mm-hmm. at least acknowledge it, and even to the point where you've made, like, Jews pay, like, now... Hanukkah is more famous only because it happens on the same time of year, even though it's yeah. not even a high holiday. Not at all. It's just one of those things like that used to be like, okay, now we're going to light these candles. Don't worry about it. You get a gift. It's not a big deal. And now since like, we got a fucking, now we have wrapping paper that's fucking blue and white. And like, what do you do for Passover? There's no Passover wrapping paper. There's no Yom Kippur wrapping paper. Those are high, high fucking, those are big ass holidays. Those are important belief systems. Anyway, so not to be outdone, we were like, all right. Well, before you jump to that, I think there were some good things that actually came out of the Christmas holiday. So religion aside, because we all know it's not about religion, some good traditions and some good family bonding time sort of evolved out of Christmas. And if you take the 50s out of all of this stuff, uh, you know, it became about family and a little bit about gift giving and gift giving. And there was a nice Christmas spirit. And about goodwill. And about goodwill. And, and cheer to say, the- man, it's fucking winter. Everything's tough. Like, just do something nice for people. Yeah. It became the Dickensian version of yes. Christmas, where it's like exactly that. Life is fucking hard. We've all been through a year together. It's now the worst time of the year. Yes. And it's the worst time of winter. You know, like that, that end of December, beginning of January in places that experience seasons places unlike us are, are here is the worst fucking time to be. Yeah. So it's exactly that. Like, let's all stick together. We've all been through here. We all like, let's spread some cheer. Yeah, Cause there's a chance we might not make it as a species if we don't. Yeah. And that's a beautiful sentiment. Yes. And that's what it should be about. And that's what every Christmas movie, Christmas special, Christmas song, Christmas, everything mm-hmm. really is about. But like most things, the message gets lost in the medium. Yes. And as you were saying, the 1950s comes along. Mm-hmm. Television happens. Yep. Television brings in extreme advertising in a visual way that's never happened before. Print goes through the roof kind of in conjunction with television. And America says, this is now a consumer's holiday, which is now getting to the point where, as we've talked about, there's things like Black Friday. It, Christmas, when I was a kid, used to start December 1st. When I was a kid, it was like December 1st starts. You start, you know, casually counting down. You start kind of, you know, thinking about the season. Get your advent calendar. Get your you advent mentioned. calendar. Yeah, an advent calendar. I always had those as kids. Still love them. Where you you have this calendar, and every day for the twenty five twenty four days, you don't actually do Christmas Day. I don't believe. I think it's just through Christmas Eve. You open a little door, and under behind it is something. Usually, it's a piece of chocolate. You eat the chocolate. It's a shape. It's like you know, tells you it has a leisurely little story about what that means to the holiday. Nowadays, quick aside, I don't think I even knew what an advent calendar was till I was like 15. 
by the way. No idea. Like it was in books and I was like, I don't even know what this is. I'm just going to skip this sentence. I th- that's a, I feel like that was something that either, even people I know that like were like, because you celebrate Christmas. I mean, people I know that were Christmas people, it's, it's, some people either had or did not. I, for me, it was always the thing, but I think it was just a way for my parents to like get me to give a shit because I was a fat kid and like they could definitely get me to give <laughs> a shit about anything by putting chocolate behind it. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You mean if I get into Christmas, I get a piece of chocolate every day for every 24 day. fucking days? That's how I can start my fucking day. Absolutely. I'm in. Like, praise Jesus. I just think it's funny that, like, I didn't even hear of one until I was like 15. I was like, what the fuck is an advent calendar? Like, that's how far out I was from this. They're also anyway. very old fashioned. They're very not true. even our parents' generation. They are our, they're the greatest generation. Like, that was like shit our grandparents. The so-called greatest generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, the, our, our grandparents were like the last generation to, for, that, for that to be like a fairly common thing. I mean, it's old. But nowadays, uh, Christmas starts after a soon. Like it, I was at Target, which is a store in America here, where it's like a sort of department store. They have a little bit of everything: a little bit of groceries, a little bit of clothing, a little bit of electronics. You know, they kind of do a little bit of everything, but not a lot of anything. And uh, they were they did this fusion thing where around Halloween ish. They had their Halloween section, and it was becoming whittled down as people were buying shit. They were filling in the holes, the aisles. They would clear an aisle, and they would fill an aisle with Christmas shit. So, like, there was Christmas stuff available for purchase at a Target store in October. That's insane. That is months literally, away from Literally us. months. Worst part about that is I was there, and there were people browsing it. There were as many people crowding the two Christmas aisles, two, <laughs> as there were in like the seven aisles of fucking Halloween. It was ludicrous. Ludicrous. Christianity, clobbering paganism once again. But the, the crazy part is now consumerism has clobbered yeah. Christianity. It is now, because most people, if you ask most Americans... What is Christmas about? They not gonna say. They not gonna say. <laughs> I'm so heated right now. Fuck you, grammar. <laughs> They're not gonna say Jesus. They're gonna say presents. Presents. It's crazy. It's it's unbelievable how far, as you mentioned, it's gone. It's not. It's not about Christmas anymore. It's about buying shit for people. And yeah. that's not, even as a Jew, I know that's not what Christmas is about. Yeah. And it's, this time, as you, as you mentioned, it's really, what it's really about supposed to be. And the only people that remind me this every year are, are, are all my Jewish friends and family. Like, these are the people <laughs> that truly remind me every year. Like, they're the only ones that ever say and exhibit the quote-unquote Christmas spirit. And it's like, or the holiday spirit, whatever it is, the the spirit of December, the end of the year, goodwill toward man, like, thank you for what you have done this year and who you are and, you know, yada, yada, yada. These things that just, you know, you have a lot of people in your life that are beautiful people that do a lot of shit for you all the time and you don't tell them all the time. But, you know, if there's one time you just be like, hey, man, thanks for who you are. Tell them now. Just do it. Everyone does. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But nobody fucking does. Instead, everyone is just, they're so stressed out. They're so angry. 
They're stressed out because they're buying a bunch of gifts for a bunch of people they don't know. They don't know what to buy them because they don't know them. They can't afford the gifts in the first place. They have to go from to a million fucking stores, and it's they're crowded with legions of people that are all being rude and fighting. The I got. Sucks. I got to your point. I got angry because I had to drive near the mall today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I avoid the mall. Oh yeah, yeah. Area. I had to go. I I've I've been out of mouthwash for a <laughs> week and a half now. And I won't go near a Target, so I've been I've been having I have all these travel mouthwashes oh, yeah. that I have stacked up, through. and I've just been fucking emptying travel mouthwashes. So I'm like, the fuck if I'm going to go near a Target because you know what? There's a bunch of angry, fucking bitter people there. I'm going to get like, I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. To and have that's such in the a time shame. of year when you're not supposed to have that. That's yes. a place you should go, and it should be a bunch of helpful people. Like, oh, you want that parking spot? All right, I'll go find another, sir. Instead, it's like not to mention having to be like a captive audience for that fucking Britney Spears Christmas song for like the tenth time in a day. I know don't even I mean? know what you're talking. I about. I really don't either. I'm really? very glad I don't know about this. I'm just assuming. You know why? Because I don't go to these places. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Good move. Is there a music video for this though? Oh, I would imagine so. Hmm. I'll start looking it up. Seems like that might be interesting. There's like Backstreet Boys Christmas song. I mean, it's just like all the worst. Oh man, well, that's nothing new, and that's kind of something. I know that Mariah Carey. Well, it one. shows you how broad the commercialism spreads. Well, then that's what I was just gonna say. It's kind of something that I just I don't like as well. Is that like everybody just all these big artists just cashing in because they're like, ah, fuck it, we can do a Christmas album. Let songs that we don't have to write. Maybe we'll do an arrangement. Maybe we won't. Yeah, and we'll sell a million copies. Yep. And it's the same regurgitated shit all the time. And if there's if I can just continue my rant here for a moment, the thing that drives me the most up the wall about Christmas and the holiday time is when advertisers, and this has been going on longer than I've been alive, repurpose Christmas songs and put their own lyrics in to sell their product. It fucking drives me up the wall, and I can't stand it. Stop it! Have an original thought for a minute. Oh, you know what that just calls to mind? It's oh. like an old Garmin. Uh, <laughs> Although that one, I kind of enjoy that one. Well, that one gets it, stuck in your head. Give a, give a, give a those were yeah. at least those were at least funny commercials. Okay, all right. So that's but, outside. But, um, that but, general uh, practice, I don't like. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. And it's 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 just so. On a flip note, band Los Campesinos, a British band that I absolutely love, put out a Christmas record this year. EP, I think it's like six or eight songs, all originals. That's amazing. All. Just songs about Christmas in this time of year, and they're incredible. And none of them are going to become standards, but they were like, all right, we're going to play a Christmas album, but they didn't do one cover, not one traditional song. Good for them. Yeah. It's brilliant. It and like Newfound Glory, it's great. It's so good. I mean, it's fucking... If you like that band, which I've mentioned them before, um, it's just... It's great. It's great. It's excellent. It's, you know, it's that band doing Christmas songs. Newfound Glory did a Christmas song a couple years ago. Our friends Punchline did a Christmas song. They did. And these were original songs. And they're awesome. But it, it happens so infrequently. Mo uh, the Matches had a great... December is for Cynics. Such a great fucking song. Yeah. But rarely, rarely, rarely does anybody do that. And when they do... Vandals. Yeah, the Vandals. Your fear, fuck Christmas. <laughs> You know, but that's that's a little extreme. But yeah. just make a song. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in December around this time that you can you can call art from. It's a you know, it's a dark, dismal time of year. Like, come on, artists, you can do better than that. Totally. That's where artists thrive is in dark and dismal. Exactly. Do better. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole fucking season dedicated to hibernation. Write a song. 
So if you're you happen to be like a uh, Jewish faith or Jewish descent and you celebrate Hanukkah, like is there some disconnect with Christmas? Like does it get old just seeing everything? I mean, predominantly Christmas things. You could not have possibly understated that any more than you did, because <laughs> I can't imagine. Because I think about how it makes me feel, and like, and it's way better now than it's ever been. Because obviously, I'm an adult and I have a new perspective on things. But like, even growing up. You know, it's not like I didn't grow up around people celebrating Christmas, and it's not like they were religious, most of them religious Christians. It was a cultural Christmas, much like it was a cultural Hanukkah for me. But you're just pounded with it all the time, 24 hours a day, and you're like, I don't know what this is. And it just gets to the point where it's like, I don't, you know, I don't really care about this. Like, this means nothing to me because it, I wasn't brought up like in the religion, and I don't, you know, I don't care about the story. And like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit anyway. So to hear it all the fucking time and just to be completely, as you said, disconnected with it, ah, it's so tiring. It just wears you down. And I think I have an especially deep hatred of like Christmas music in general. Just because I grew up hearing it, and it was like, oh, this means nothing to me, and I have to hear it all the fucking time. It's like listening to the radio and hearing songs. All It's like hearing Red Hot Chili Peppers 24 hours a day, and you're like, my God, well, you should shut the fuck up already. And then on top of that, you get people wishing you a Merry Christmas, which I know comes from a good place, but it's like, wow, thanks for including me, somebody that doesn't celebrate Christmas, even though you didn't know that. You could have just been like, happy holidays, and included everybody. Ugh. I don't mean to add to the Christmas frustration, but man... Think of everyone. Who will think of the children? You know what I like about Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to know what you say. The candy. Mm. Mm. This is the time of year where you get a lot of sweets. And So, you may not know this about me, but C's candy is my favorite thing in the entire world. I could literally eat C's candy forever. And this time of year, a lot of people, it's a little tough situation. You get, you get a lot of sea candy this time of year, as you're hearing by our chewing. And, uh, yeah, so I'm eating a nut and chew right now. And the crown jewel of all of the sea candy boxes is the nuts and chews. It's full of caramels, nuts, chocolates. No fruit bullshit. You get some butterscotch and Bordeaux. It's amazing. You get a coconut one in there every now and again. I just know. You do. Because I got the third one today out of two different boxes. Coconut one, though, does not come in the nuts and chews. That comes in the truffle box. Well, I just had one. Here? Yeah. Oh, is it the long one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is one coconut there. So Apparently, I can find that one. Yeah, apparently, that's what you like that shape. That's what the Jews get. Yeah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Dan. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. You have your coconut. Have your least favorite candy flavor. <laughs> um, here, so paper, the nuts and shoes. Paper. Nuts and shoes are delicious, and and John happens to have a box here, and the lid is off, and I've which been we are destroying. Staring at, <laughs> yeah, staring at this whole podcast, and so now I just ate my third piece. And mm. It's fucking delicious, and you, you guys, I'm glad you were there for that with me for that. Mm. Oh, dude, starting with like Halloween. Mm get a ton of candy right? mm-hmm. then you move right into thanksgiving where it's just a ton of heavy food mm-hmm. it's, it's a savory get, but at least it is yeah, sweet yeah. savory yes. sweet yes yes well christmas is almost like both right because like isn't ham like christmas ham is that well so thing? this is the thing i don't i love every piece of a fucking pig but i could do without ham really christmas yeah. dinner interesting as i know it being a non-christian always had a ham in it like that was kind of like the traditional yeah. christmas dinner come to find out 
in California, it's fucking tamales. It's not ham. Yeah. Obviously, we live oh, by Mexico. That's that's my favorite part of Christmas. Hell yeah! I was gonna bring that up. Oh, yeah. I love tamales. Yeah, if oh. like I, I a lot can, of people probably don't even know what a tamale is. Oh, you're right. Okay, so tamales. Jesus fucking Christ! If you tamales are my favorite Christian Christmas tradition. Me too. Mine too. I would like to say if you don't know a tamale, go get one. But if you're in England, don't bother because you're not going to get a tamale. You're going to get some weird fucking shit. Yes. So what a tamale is? They take cornmeal, finely ground corn. Mm-hmm. But the good ones don't even take cornmeal; they grind it themselves. Oh yes, well they grind the masa. Yeah, they take masa. yeah and grind it down in a with a fucking a mortar and mortar pestle. And, pestle. Mm-hmm. and then they take a filling that is of their own creation. It's usually chicken, pork, or cheese, beef, or sometimes you get chili and cheese. cheese. And yeah. the cheese usually either comes with green chilies mm-hmm. or mm. sweet corn. That's my favorite, actually. The sweet corn? Sweet corn. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh. It's a dessert. Yeah. So they put that in the center. They put this this masa around it, this cornmeal, essentially. And then they wrap it in corn husk. a corn husk. Corn husk. And then they steam it. And then they steam it to perfection. And every family has their own recipe. Yep. And... They most families will make a, a ridiculously large batch and share them and, with their friends. Oh yeah, that or or sell them. You can buy them, you know, or they'll sell them around town. And in Southern California, we're lucky to have a very very large Mexican American population, mm. and so we get real deal the best tamales. Yeah. Oh, a couple of the women I work with every year make tamales. And so I just show up to work some days, and there's just a big old fucking giant. Oh my god! I'm my fucking my my dick is getting hard just thinking about. My nipples are actually hard. That's not even that's not even hyperbole. The dick thing was hyperbole. My nipples are actually (laughs) erect thinking about this right now. Yeah, man. Should probably get that checked. I have thirty in my freezer right now. I will bring you some if you want. You know, your brother actually last year bought some extras, and he saved some for me, and I fucking never picked them up. And Uh, I I assume he finally ate them, but... Well, there's a guy that comes around in our neighborhood. Oh, yes. You live... Where you live, there's a lot of Hispanics. Oh, my God. And his wife makes the best ones, and they're always so good. So I have some uh, chili cheese ones with like oh, green chili. God, those, you know, are, like those are so good. Chili. Yeah, I yeah. love those. They're and amazing. Then I have uh, uh, some pork ones, yeah. Oh, they're so good. Mm. Throw a little uh, tapatio on top. Next mm. Friday. Just peel back the husk. Next Friday, let's do some fucking tamales. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Can we? Yeah. Let's go to Poseidon yeah. and have some tamales. Because Lord knows the seas candy is going to be gone by then. Mm. Be gone by the end of the show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh, oh, the holidays. Well, anyway, so we're back in a positive so, yeah, state so of mind. Yeah, so let's keep it positive and try and be happy and, yeah. and a joyous mood because it is a happy time of year, even though it's based on bullshit. Yeah. But be nice to people and enjoy your Christmas meals and tamales and time with family. Hopefully you like them. And ignore the bullshit. Don't let people drag you down because if there's there's an asshole everywhere and it's easy this time of year. I know everybody's stressed out for all of the reasons. We're all stressed out, man. Everybody's working twice as hard as they usually are. Everybody's just everything is less convenient to do, but just remember it's the end of the year. You've had a long year and you've made it through a year. You've made it through 365 more fucking days of life. You went all the way around the sun again. That alone is worth being happy and grateful for. Because I mean, 
it's not easy as a human to fucking get. I mean, and most of us are very privileged, and we live in first world countries. If you're listening to this, you are. If you're listening to this right now, you are a lucky person. Definitely, because you have a means to listen to this. It's <laughs> true. So, I mean, think about and all the time. shit you have, and don't think about all the assholes out there, and don't be one of those assholes, and don't make other being other people's days down. Just be cool. Yeah, be kind be of nice. People. Hug somebody. Make every for the rest of the year from this time until we talk to you again on New Year's. Just do your best to go around the day and make 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 people you run into just make them smile somehow, whether it's you know. Sucking their cock or putting a finger in their butthole, whatever makes them happy, just I'm, do it. I'm sure you already do that for one person at least, making them smile, however that may be. Right. Butthole or not, make two people smile. No butthole, no count. Nothing says <laughs> nothing says Christmas quite like a butthole. I mean, it really comes down oh, to it. Yeah. It's that Christmas pudding. Butthole break. <laughs> oh, no butthole, no care. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, yeah, let's wrap this up. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Seriously, uh, or a Happy Hanukkah, or a Christmas. Who gives a fuck what you celebrate? Just have a nice end of your year. Be happy. Yeah. Find that butthole. Yeah. Get out the Festivus pole. Clean it, sniff it. We'd lick be happy it. to accept uh, seize candy gifts or butthole pictures <laughs> or butthole pictures. <laughs> Tweet at Army of Freshmen. <laughs> Please do. Especially you, you boys. <laughs> We're actually not kidding. <laughs> wow. Can we play the Christmas bossa nova? Hashtag Christmas butthole. Hashtag fresh hole. That's where this is went. It's going right now. Huh? We did Got pretty good. Chris we isn't even here, and we're talking about men's buttholes. What's wow. going on? He's here in spirit. Hey, yeah. See, I'm just trying to do something nice for somebody I love. It's the <laughs> Chris Miss Spirit. Christmas bottles. That was terrible. Okay. Oh, All right. Get that missile hole. Cue the butthole Nova. <laughs> 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 <laughs>